Okay, let's check in with the wife. It's time for... The Pith of Pop, the podcast edition with my beautiful, lost-obsessed wife, Jen. Mahalo for joining us, Jen. Hi. And what are we going to talk about today? First, we're going to talk about Lost, and then we're going to talk about talking about Lost. <laughs> That's right. You have a big announcement to make. But before we get there, let's pick up where we left off last week. Now that the rest of the nation has seen the season opener of the second season of ABC's hit series Lost, I can ask you in full what you thought about the episode. Well, it seemed very big and very magical sitting there on the beach among all those people. And I thought seeing it the second time, maybe the magic would wear off a little bit, but it really didn't. It was just as good, if not better, the second time around. I would say it was better. I mean, I enjoyed it on the beach. It was great to see and feel the energy there. But being able to watch it without rain falling on my head or an umbrella in my way or a kid screaming at my feet, it was uh, it was much more enjoyable. And certainly with a second viewing, we caught a lot of things that we missed the first time. I think what really sells this episode, what cinches it from the start, is the opening sequence, though. It was uh, fantastic. Right. It was just great full of little details you basically see a man waking up in the morning to his alarm he gets out of bed he fixes himself a protein shake he washes some dishes he gets on his exercise bike and he hears a great big boom he sees some dust falling from his ceiling so he gets ready to mobilize he gets in his uniform he gets in his boots he goes to a little corner that's like a command center and he hooks up this really complicated series of magnets and mirrors and the camera just kind of pans up, 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 what looks like to be a big hole. And then finally you see Jack and Locke staring back at you. Yeah, talk about your big reveals. I mean, the whole second half of the first season was what's down the hatch, what's down the hatch. And I'll tell you, some folks were mad that they didn't tell us what was down the hatch. So the first thing they obviously show us this season is that's down the hatch, you know, this mysterious command center and this mysterious guy. And uh, you said it. I mean, the scene is just full of rich stuff, rich details and hints and clues that folks are picking apart. Right. You see the mysterious man typing the numbers into his keyboard. Later on, you see a, a mural full of the numbers and various other things. The man injects himself full of something in a vial, the serial number of which contains the numbers. There's all sorts of things like that. I think that it was just a really striking scene. It was really, uh, it really stood out in part because music played a big part in it to set the to set the mood. And uh, we don't really hear a lot of popular music on the show. Right. There was a Willie Nelson song, I think, in the second or third episode. I don't remember which. Um, Damien Rice is delicate in the episode titled In Translation. And now in this episode, you heard an older song, probably a late 60s track by Cass Elliot. Yeah, Mama Cass would make your own kind of music. And I'll bet that song's selling really well on iTunes now. But it, this episode was also a Jack flashback. Right. We see Jack um, meeting his wife, his future wife, for the first time in the emergency room. That's right. Sarah is wheeled in after being injured in a huge car accident and also brought into the ER as the driver of the other car. And uh, our hero, Dr. Jack, needs to decide which patient he's going to help. Right. He, fi he fixes Sarah and the driver of the other car dies on the table, and it turns out that that man's name is Adam Rutherford. Yes, and as devoted fans of the show know, um, one of the survivors, Shannon, her father's name was Rutherford, so there's an interesting crossover right there. 
Now, in addition to the mystery of what was down the hatch, the other big mystery we were still left with is what happened to the folks on the raft. And I guess that's going to be left for later, but we did see or think we saw one of those characters. Right. At the end of last season, Shannon was charged with the care of Vincent, Walt's dog. Um, Vincent has managed to get away, so Shannon has to chase through the woods to find him. And while she's doing that, she bumps into Walt, or at least a vision of Walt. And uh, he's very wet, looking very scared, and talking and whispering backwards. So, very creepy. Now, uh, Jack's backstory is really the anchor of this episode, and we're following him several years ago when he meets Sarah, and he's trying to build up the nerve and to allow the hope that he's going to be able to repair her in the operating room. So uh, he does the surgery and uh, basically goes for a run to clear his mind. Right. He decides to run up and down the stairs of a stadium, and at one point he falls and twists his ankle, and there's another man doing the same thing. And the man offers Jack some aid, you know, um, offers him some advice. It turns out this man was almost a doctor and is planning a trip around the world and bids him farewell saying, see you in another life. Yep, and after that mysterious encounter, Jack goes back to the hospital convinced that the surgery has failed. And in probably one of the better uh, heart-tugging, heartstring-tugging scenes, um, finds out that in fact he succeeded. Right. It's very, very powerful. You know, he's just tearful and, and saying he's sorry, he's sorry. And he says, well, you know, I wasn't able to fix you. And she says to him, then why am I able to wiggle my toes? Yeah. And uh, the parallels were quite clear. We're reminded of where Locke, who was also paralyzed, realized that he could first move his toes. So I thought that was really well done. But uh, meanwhile, back on the island, uh, Locke and Kate decide to defy Jack and go ahead and check out the hatch early. And uh, first Kate gets lowered in, a big light comes on, a big bang, and she disappears. Locke goes in after her, and he disappears, leaving poor Dr. Jack to go in after them. Right, and Jack makes his way into the hatch. He sees a lot of the things that we see when we first go in, and he turns around. He's about to type on the computer keyboard, and he sees Locke standing there. Locke is obviously being held under duress, and we find out that the person holding Locke under duress is Desmond, the mysterious man on the stadium stairs. Yeah, I mean, quite a twist there, and a pretty tight turnaround between a flashback to right there on the island, and it's amazing to me that uh, Jack remembers Desmond. But uh, one thing that really stood out was the way he reacted to seeing Desmond, um, you know, the incredulous look on his face, and he says, You! Right. It reminded me of the way that Saeed kind of reacted when when he first met Danielle, the person that um, held him prisoner on the island. I thought that was a pretty good catch. I mean, when uh, we see that scene originally and Saeed reacts that way, we figure he's saying you as in the voice in the transmission. But now we can see that there might have been some recognition there. And it could certainly explain some of the irrational fondness and trust that Saeed has in this uh, crazy French lady. Right. So that was the season opener. I certainly wasn't disappointed. And uh, I guess the next episode will now catch us up with the Raft folks. But we know that uh, we talk about Lost quite a bit. We can't help it. It's a great show. It's filmed right here in Hawaii. But as I mentioned last time, I hear from folks who say that we talk about it too much. And I also hear from folks who say, hey, more Lost, more Lost. So, uh, Jen, what was the natural and obvious solution? We would devote all of our Lost talk to its own podcast. That's right, a spin-off, folks, a descendant of Hawaii Up, a all-lost show, and what's it called? 
the transmission. All right. So it'll be coming very soon. I've actually started it up, and uh, I'll have the link for you at the site Harafai up. But if you've been listening to us on the Pith of Pop and loving the Lost Talk or just loving my wife's sexy voice, you'll be able to get a huge dose of that soon. Uh, but if you're not a fan of the show and basically you've been gritting your teeth every time it comes up and clicking fast forward, I'm happy to say that the Lost Quotient of Hawaii Up will now drop precipitously and Jen's regular segment, The Pith of Pop, will return to more diverse and interesting general pop culture topics. But I'm really looking forward to this spinoff. Um, hopefully next week we'll get our first official show, although I've already uploaded a few back Lost Casts so folks can get to know us better. Um, so please uh, check that out. Thanks for joining us, Jen. My pleasure, and we'll catch you over at The Transmission. The Transmission. See you there.